You are listening to the Uplevel Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich, a business coach and strategist who helps female entrepreneurs uplevel their business with practical strategies, a rewired mindset, and the accountability to make it stick. With over 15 years of collective hands-on experience in corporate and the entrepreneurial space, I bring a unique and diverse perspective when it comes to helping women grow their businesses. My own business experienced massive growth when I started investing in my business and working with a coach. Now I am here to share those same strategies and insights with you right here week after week. If you are looking for clarity on your business direction and accountability on your goals, then you are in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Up Level Lounge podcast. It is Monday morning here in my beautiful, natural light office. I just have to tell you that living in this house here in Montgomery, Alabama, compared to where we lived for the past three years in Las Vegas is truly like night and day. I have realized that I am someone who loves natural light so, so much, and I need that. I need as much natural light in my life as humanly possible. And I've always known that to some degree, but I didn't know how much until coming here. And I have this gorgeous office with windows almost all the way around and white walls. And I just feel like I have been transformed versus the last three years in Vegas. It was kind of like living in a cave, which, as you can imagine, is kind of necessary, right? In terms of the geographical location, it is hot, hot, hot all of the time. And so you can't have a bunch of windows with a bunch of natural light. So I didn't plan to really talk to you about this this morning, but I think it's important because you need to be aware of your environment and how that's impacting how you're showing up for yourself and how you're able to focus and are you operating at your best self, right? And then this ties into all the things in terms of self-care and are you prioritizing your health because you are the most important asset in your business. And this year, I have been dedicated to prioritizing self-care It is September 13th when I'm recording this. And so we are, you know, embarking on the nine month mark of my journey of prioritizing self-care. And I can say that I have done a really good job of it. Perfect? Absolutely not. But have I done a good job? Do I feel proud of myself in terms of the progress that I am continuing to make? Not that I've made, but I'm continuing to make. Yes, I am creating new habits each and every day. I am learning to believe that my self-care is a priority instead of just feeling like it's something I should do, right? I'm embracing taking steps, actual action, so that my mindset changes, okay? It's one thing to think new thoughts, but we have to create new habits that embrace a new way of being. And so this, for me, has been going to the gym regularly, meaning a minimum of three times a week. And now I've ramped it up to almost five times a week, I would say, on average, sometimes I make it six, but I'm going to Pilates and I'm going to the gym and I'm getting outside and I'm getting more steps in and all the things, but this did not come overnight. All right. So this all ties back into what I first started talking about, about this gorgeous new office and realizing how much more or how much of this all ties back to my original tangent about talking about this gorgeous naturally lit office and how I notice that I operate at such a different level. And I'm happier. I really am. And I used to think that it was something that I learned just because my mom used to say, I like natural light. I have to have lots of windows. And so I wondered if that was just something that I had carried over from hearing in my childhood. But in fact, like 
I want natural light as well. And that is a real thing. So that's going to be such a consideration for our next home and our next home and someday our forever home. Because if you're just listening to this for the first time, I'm a military spouse. We don't get to live here forever. In fact, I don't even know if we'll be here another year. The military will determine that. We'll know in several months what the next plan is. And so I have had to learn to become more adaptable and know that nothing is permanent in my life. But, and, and with that, I have to be able to prioritize what makes me feel good in my environment, okay? And so that's something that I've realized in terms of how I operate in my business. And then I have to communicate that to my husband and let him know that like, hey, I'm much happier. I am way more productive having this beautiful office. And not that I'm always gonna have a beautiful office everywhere we go, but if we can decide between home A and home B and one has more natural light, I really, really want to go towards the one that has more natural light because that's a big deal for me. I'm here in this house all the time, so I have to pay attention to those things. So all of that to say, the way that your environment exists directly impacts how you're showing up in your business. And I just wanted to kind of dive into that a little bit more in terms of the support, the support all the way around. I was listening to a podcast this morning, and it was talking about one of the commonalities with successful business owners, whether it's multi-six, multi-seven, multi-eight figure business owners, what do they all share? They have support around them. Support in two different forms. So I want to really kind of dive into that today and talk about what that means and what that looks like. So I just talked about support in terms of the environment, right? Am I placing myself in the right environment? And am I supporting myself by prioritizing myself? That's one form of support. And I, I know I said we're going to talk about two, but we're going to talk about three. We're going to talk about self-support. So so that, looking at our environment, looking about how we're taking care of ourselves, what does that look like in your business, okay? Do you have a dedicated office space? Do you have dedicated hours that you work on your own business? Do you have dedicated hours that you work on your client work? Is that communicated to your clients? And if the answer to any part of that is no, how do you change that? Why not? I want you to ask, like, what do I need in order to achieve that? Because in order to really treat yourself like a true CEO and grow your own business and provide successful results for your clients, you need to treat your business like the business it is. And you need boundaries and you need to let people know what they can expect And you have to have time to work on your own stuff as well. You can't give all of your best energy to everyone else. And then when we're talking about giving here, giving energy, what are you doing to fill yourself back up? How much joy exists in your business, okay? So I want you to look at the the personal, very, very closely attached to you types of support. What does that look like? Do you need to have more support at home in terms of childcare or somebody who can help you with housekeeping or laundry or yard maintenance or washing the dog? If you've been listening to me for a while, you've heard me talk about the mobile dog groomer. The mobile dog groomer is coming today and I'm so excited because that's hours out of my day that I get to keep to record this podcast and do other business development and to look at my numbers and do all the things that are important to me for growing my business because Mondays are my CEO day. If I did not invest in having resource help, then I would have to load the dogs up, take them to a self-wash, wash the dogs. I know that even at optimum performance, it takes me 45 minutes to wash, condition, and thoroughly dry 
Pandora, the long-haired German shepherd. Then I would have to do Olive. And then I need to drive back home. So we're talking even at the very, very most, if I was like the speediest dog washer on the planet, by the time that I drive somewhere, and in fact, I don't even know where that would be here in Montgomery, but in Vegas, we'll pretend when I, I had done it in Vegas, like I could get that entire task done from start to finish, back home, everybody's happy, everybody's clean, it would probably be two hours. That's if I was hustling and sweating. That's not worth it to me. When I can have no stress for myself, somebody comes to my house, washes the dogs, no stress for the dogs because they don't have to go anywhere. They get to be together, they get to be washed, and somebody's gonna do a far superior job. So my two-hour two-dog wash is gonna look like eh, pretty, pretty, mediocre at best, okay? Versus like a professional person who can do an incredible job. So not only am I maximizing my time, but my my investment, right, is maximized because my time is valuable. The dog groomer's time is valuable. I'd rather keep my time so that I could stay in my zone of genius. So I want you to start thinking about like, why don't you have time? If it's, I don't have time to work on my business, why don't you have time? Who else can help you do things in your life so that you can free up some time to work in your business, on your business, right? Not just doing client work and then having nothing left to spend on growing your own business because you all have dreams of growing this thing. That's why you started in the first place, not to be stuck where you are. So I didn't get to where I'm at today by doing it all myself. I've had a lot of help and I continue to invest in help. That brings me to the second part of this. So looking at inwardly what exists in my ecosystem, right? What is my, do I have an office space? Do I have hours to work on my business? Do I have hours for client work? Do people know what the expectations are? All of that, like, what does that look like? And then if if it's lacking, how do I get help? And so that's where the delegation piece comes in. So whether you are delegating to a graphic designer or a virtual assistant or a mobile dog groomer, it's all valuable. It is an investment in yourself. It is an investment in getting to that next version of your success, okay? And remember, your success is your own. And and back to this common thread of successful people, whether it's multi-six, multi-seven, I don't care what the number is, but people who are more successful than you are right now, because I know that you all want to have more, right? So looking at where you're at in your business and looking ahead and thinking, I really want to be there. There are people who are there, wherever that is, and they didn't get there alone. They looked at ways that they could get more time, okay? We can't get more time by just hoping and wishing and manifesting more time. We have to get more time by freeing up some of the things we're doing ourselves and looking at who can help me do this better and faster than I can do it myself so that I can stay in my zone of genius, all right? So, Looking at your home, what can you delegate in terms of your home? What can you delegate in terms of your business? How many of you have spent time designing something on Canva (laughs) only to realize it doesn't look great and you just wasted a couple of hours? When that happens, you have to create a new habit. You can have the mindset of, yeah, as a CEO, I should delegate this. But unless you do something and take action, you are not creating a new habit to support that new belief. And so you will stay in a cycle. So next time you do something where you're like, I should not be the one doing this, take action to change that. Set a goal. Okay, in Q4, I am going to prioritize hiring somebody who can help me with graphic design work. Whatever the thing is, I'm not saying that today. 
You need to spend every dime that exists in your business bank account so that you can hire all the resource help available. I'm telling you to set goals, make it a priority, put it into your plan. I acquired help slowly and consistently over time in my business. When I first started out, it was just me. I DIY'd the heck out of so many things that later on I hired professional people to do the correct way. However, there were many times I found myself trying to do the same thing over and over and realizing I was wasting time and I didn't do anything about it. So I would waste time again the next month and the next month. And it's only when I said, okay, I'm no longer going to do this thing and I'm going to take a step further into my role as a CEO of my business that things actually started to change. So looking at who else can help you in terms of freeing up your time, doing things that you're not great at, whatever the stuff is. So what does your team look like in terms of your business? What does your future team look like? What does your team look like in terms of your home? And what does your future team look like? What do you aspire to have in terms of of resources? I'll tell you the latest thing that I've decided to invest in. Laundry service. Not all of our laundry, but some of our laundry. And dry cleaning. I used to do a lot of dry cleaning when I had my corporate job. And then I came you know, home and worked from the home. And I didn't have a lot of dry cleaning. And honestly, like I got rid of all of my corporate clothes and I kind of just stayed in the space of wearing a lot of workout clothes. I'm sure that you can relate. But recently I have decided that I want to wear nice clothes again. And I think that's from living in a community where I like to go out and I'm doing more activities with Ellie being in school. And so I like nice clothes. I like to buy things from anthropology And I don't want to have an abundance of clothes, but I want to have a few select garments and they're quality garments. And I can't just be throwing those in the laundry. And so we're back to, okay, it's time to invest in some dry cleaning. But again, I don't want to leave the house. It comes down to that. I don't want to leave the house. And so my solution in the short term was I'm going to do my own dry cleaning. So I got those dry cleaning packs to put in the dryer. And you know what? That works okay. Like if you're in a pinch, but that's not the real deal. And so Finally, I set up a dry cleaning service and they're going to come to my house every week and pick up whatever I have to be dry cleaned along with some laundry. So this is another way for me to get more time back and also take care of the things that I'm investing in. Let's be honest, if I'm buying a shirt from Cloth and Stone and it's $120, like I need to treat it accordingly. It can't just get thrown in the laundry. Also, there have been some near major blowout fights in my house. I'm joking, of course, but My husband's not allowed to touch the laundry anymore because, well, I tell him that a lot, but (laughs) recently one of those cloth and stone white shirts ended up in with the white towels and the white sheets. And of course I lost my mind. He couldn't understand why I was upset because I'm doing what you told me to. At least I'm washing everything that's white together. And I'm like, okay, yes, but just don't ever touch the laundry again. Like promise me pinky swear don't ever do it. So (laughs) this is also going to be important for longevity in terms of, of just sanity around here. Hopefully you found a little humor in that. But anyway, it's an ongoing journey for me to find out who else can help me so that I have more time freed up, not just to work in my business, but to do things that I actually want to enjoy, whether it is meal prepping. I I always want to be the mom and the wife that sits down and plans out the meals. But I haven't had enough time in the day for years, quite frankly, to even think about doing that. That's just one of many, many things. But 
if I free up a little bit more time, maybe I can finally do that and actually do some meal prepping properly. And that sounds fun and exciting. And I surely can do that if I free up the time I'm spending doing laundry, right? I'm still gonna do laundry, you guys. Like, this isn't like my life has been cured of laundry. Let's get real. This is just one small little step to get a little bit more time back where I can do something that's gonna bring me more joy or I'm gonna be more efficient at or that's going to provide more value to my family. So again, resource help. I don't want you to just think about delegating in terms of delegating to your team because of your business. That is incredibly important, but how do you also get more time back around your daily activities? You can get grocery delivery, meal delivery. We get meal delivery a couple of times a week and they're for lunches because my husband eats like a high school football player and he needs a lot of lunches, not just one, but like two to three lunches. That's what he takes with him every day. And I, I mean, I make big meals and there's leftovers, but I can't keep up with this man's consumption. I can't imagine what we would do if we had like a family of six. I I would have to quit my job and just cook. I, I swear I'd become a food blogger maybe. I don't know. So anyway, in order to support that need of his, I have been investing in things like factor nutrition, right? They do ready-to-go meals that are keto and paleo and meet all of our dietary aspirations, and they're delivered to my door, and that way he has lunches every week. It's not the only thing that he eats, but that sure helps. That frees up a lot of time and stress and It's not that he expects me to cook it. I want to. I want to make sure that he is nourished and fed and taken care of and that I don't have to worry about it. So another example of, okay, maybe you get meal delivery two times a week and maybe it is HelloFresh or you try some different ones and you don't have to think about what am I cooking for dinner tonight because you know on Thursdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays, that's just going to be delivered and you're just going to cook whatever comes in that beautiful box, okay? So thinking about that, this is something that you see when you look at people who run successful businesses and who are also moms or wives or whatever the thing is. They they wear many hats. They have help. So how else can you get help in your business beyond just your team? Okay. The team is important in terms of your business team, but what about your home team? The third piece. So we've talked about the fact that looking at what do you have around you in terms of your environment, right? And how are you setting boundaries and how are you taking care of yourself? Then we've looked at how am I getting help in order to create more time? And then the third thing is help when it comes to mentorship. You want to surround yourself with people who get you, who understand what your aspirations are, what your dreams are, where you are going, what you're struggling with. And whether that is a coach or a mentor or a business bestie, making sure that you are surrounding yourself with good people who have your back and who can cheer for you louder than you can cheer for yourself on any given day. And I say this with passion and belief, and especially if you're somebody who's wanting to get into coaching or you want to have a group program or whatever the thing is, making sure that you invest in that yourself so you can see how it works and what works for you and how you can deliver your own amazingness to other people. But based on your own experiences. And maybe you're going to learn, like, I never want to do it that way, but it's going to inspire you to do it a different way. I think that there is so much power in terms of acceleration of success paths with people who invest in themselves. I see two types of people. I see people that are like constantly looking at ways to enhance their journey and shortcut their path to success by investing with knowledge and working with people who are mentors and who are going to help them accelerate. And then I see the people who are like, I'm going to DIY it. 
because I can and all the information that I need exists for me. I just have to hunt for it. And you know what? Those people in that category sometimes do succeed, but I see a lot more of them staying really stuck and running in circles and getting shiny object syndrome and not knowing the strategic next steps to take. So what I want to say about that is invest. Invest with time, invest with energy, surround yourself with people who get you and who are going to encourage you. And here's the thing. Here's the unspoken truth about working with a coach or being in a mastermind or being with people who have gone before you. That opens up doors that you never could possibly know exist when you're on your own. I can't give you any specific tangible examples right now, but it happens over and over and over again. If I look back on my own personal journey, all of the things that I have done, they have been because of something, right? An inspiration from someone else or a connection that someone has provided me, those big, big things. Sure, a lot of it has been based on my true grit and my ability to figure things out. But I will tell you that if I just relied on my own true grit and figuring it out by myself, where I would be doesn't even match where I am now and where I'm going to continue to go because I continue to invest in surrounding myself with people who are ahead of me, who are beyond me, who think differently than me, who inspire ideas and provide connections. Just last week, one of my clients was telling me about the fact that her her roster had opened up and she wasn't sure what she was going to do because she wasn't really prepared to look for another client yet. And she had gotten really clear of who she did want to work with and didn't want to work with. And she didn't want to backslide and just, you know, apply to any old RFP. So she was she was having a little bit of stress around it. And it wasn't 12 hours later that I was connecting her with one of my colleagues who was looking for a person who was doing exactly what she offers in terms of her services. And boom, they're already off and running and so happy together and just supporting one another. That was because of connections, right? I wouldn't have deeply known that those two people would be a good fit if I wasn't deeply connected to both of them. And I'm not saying that that's going to happen with every coaching relationship that I have or every coaching client or anything, but that's just one example of being able to connect good people. And and that's part of what we talk about in the CFA, the Consulting Framework Accelerator, is sometimes your role as the consultant, right? Why do people invest in consultants? Well, they want to have access not only to your brain, but to your network of people. And a lot of times people invest in consultants so that you as the consultant can connect them with the right people to help them grow whatever it is that they're they're creating. So remembering that, right? You believe in investing in yourself. People are going to believe in investing in you. So making sure that as part of your journey to success, that you're surrounding yourself with the right people. And coaches are not coaches, right? Not all coaches are the same is what I want to say. Make sure you really do your homework. Make sure that you trust your gut and that you resonate and that the person that you're investing in gets you and gets your journey and understands where you want to go and understands the work that you do. I think that is so important. And I'm not saying that, you know, if let's say that there's an acting coach out there and you just really resonate with that person and they also teach on mindset, I'm not saying that that person couldn't give you great value as long as you feel like they get you and they speak your language, then go for it. But don't invest in the acting coach if you're a somebody who has a service-based business just because somebody told you that that was a good idea. 
You have to do the work and make sure that it feels like the right investment. You have a big role to play in terms of the success you're going to get out on the other end of that. So I know we've talked about a lot of stuff today, and it started with my beautiful sunny office, but I really want to talk about that on a regular basis. What exists for us is directly correlated to the success that we're able to continue to achieve, right? How do we change our environment? How do we change the amount of time that we have available to us every single day? We don't change it by being frustrated. We don't change it by just saying like, this is too hard. I don't have enough time. We have to change our mindset, how we show up and say, it's possible for me to get help because successful people get help, right? In lots of different ways, empowering yourself to make decisions, investing in your support is humongous. So being strategic about it is really, really important as well. But trusting yourself and knowing that you are not an island, you are not meant to do this alone. I don't do it alone. People ask all the time, like, how do you do this? How do you run such a successful business? and also be a wife and a mom with help, with more and more help each and every week. I'm constantly seeking help. Who can help us? Who can make this thing run even better and more efficiently and grow in terms of alignment with our core values, but so that I have more freedom and more joy in my life and my team has the same thing. So we're always looking for ways to optimize. And I want you to really, really start embracing that mindset as well, that true growth mindset in terms of I don't have to do this all myself. And in fact, if I'm trying to, that's a scarcity mindset. All right. Have a fabulous week. Clearly, I don't need any more coffee today, but that's what's funny. I've only had one cup and it was hours ago. I'm just kind of excited about life and going into this week. And I think that seeing my schedule this week and saying like, this is what I work so hard for. I see white space on it. I see time to do some development, plan for this retreat, work on this new program that's getting launched, onboard some new coaching clients, so many things that I'm just lit up about because I have help so that I have time. All right, thanks for tuning in. Let me know what resonated with you from this week's podcast. Please send me a DM on Instagram or join me over in the Up Level Lounge on Facebook. And I love hearing from you. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you're looking to join a community of female entrepreneurs focused on the growth of their online business, be sure to check out the Uplevel Lounge community on Facebook. As always, you can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at melissafrolick.com. See you here next week.